Hello and welcome to GameSpot After Dark, episode 115. I am your host, Tomo Hussain. I'm back, baby, and I'm joined by Jean-Luc Seipke. Howdy do, gamers. Love to it's hear nice it. Have, it's nice to have you back, Tam. I'm excited. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Um, also joining us, as always, is Lucy James. Hiya. Well, I'm not back. I'm still okay. here. But I'm back. Yeah, I'm back yeah, on the podcast. I wasn't here last week, so yeah. I mean, that oh yeah, that's that's what I meant. Like, okay. oh right, right, right. I see what you mean. Yeah. I see. I see what's going on here now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still in the UK. And I'm back in America. Um, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm, and, I'm, I was very confused. I'm like, what everyone's do you mean? caught up now. Everyone's caught up, and uh, of course, that voice is uh, the one and only Jordan Ramey. Hello, Jordan. Are you back? What or up, are you still up? here? We're getting ever closer to 117. So close. Have you decided, John Luke, so what, like Halo themed thing we should do for 117? I don't know. We were saying before how we're real bummed. We we should. I think we should just cancel the podcast for like a month so that we can time it with Halo. Uh, <laughs> Or maybe we just Listeners do like a, 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 a like a live uh, rendition of the Halo theme with us all out of oh, okay. sync. Wait, um, I was going to say, yeah. with everyone just trying to do version, the... Yeah. <laughs> oh, and just hope it, it works just like that. Remember that video of that There's guy no in, way the, that in works. Like the bathroom? Who's <laughs> like doing it and it sounds incredible. Game for that. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Anyways, uh, before we get into it, uh, just quickly want to address something that um, it's not been pe- a thing that people are um, complaining or anything like that. It's just something that we're aware of and slightly self-conscious of. Is um, the podcasts have been shorter than usual recently, um, and uh, they've generally just been what we've been playing, and then also uh, one or two at most like community segments barring last week, which was a longer one. And that's uh, due to a number of reasons. Uh, it's extremely busy right now. Um, oh, and yeah. because of that, like timing is is very difficult. And obviously with, with us being spread across different time zones, finding the right moment and to record has been a little bit tricky. Um, and then also we all have other commitments that kind of bump up against the recording of the podcasts. Um, so we've had to kind of cut them down to necessitate that a bit. However, the good news is um, we will be, we are actively reworking the podcast to a degree. Um, and in the coming, I can't, I'm not going to give a specific time, but in the near future, we'll go back to a little longer um, podcast and they'll be a little more chill and sound a little less rushing through it, if you get what I mean. And we'll have a more segments and that kind of stuff again mm. it's just it's just a, a consequence of the time and the weird situation we're all in now but we'll get back to it and then you'll have nice meaty long games by after dark podcasts again to chew on um chew having on. said that let's to chew on let's get into it um with what we've all been playing um i'm gonna go first just because i haven't done much because as alluded to in uh, multiple ways earlier i was i spent the last week or so moving back to america um so all i've really been doing is playing metroid and i've talked about metroid a bunch in the past i think it's a fantastic game i think it's I don't think, I also think it's at times a little bit cheap uh, with its difficulty. Um, And before anyone jumps on my ass, I'm not saying I find it difficult. I don't need you to explain to me how hitboxes work. I don't need you to say I don't get it. I can can guarantee you I'm a better gamer than 99% of you. I'm just saying. Sounds like a fake gamer over here. I know cheap when I see it and when I feel it. Um, But 
Having said that, it's not cheap enough to really ruin the experience in any meaningful way. It's just like, oh, that was a rough edge. They could have sanded down a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I think it's one of the best best Metroid games ever made. And I am, I adored it. And I'm even thinking about finishing it up and then replaying it again. Um, it's Super Metroid is still my favorite in the franchise. Um, uh, and I think that it sadly misses out on a couple of things from Fusion that I wanted. One of the things which, Jordan, you wrote about. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. And, like, you shouted this out on uh, Kind of Funny Games cast, and I appreciate mm. that immensely. I'm like, oh, someone liked something that I wrote that makes me feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. Of course I'm but going I... to like it. I'm your editor. <laughs> <laughs> if it was terrible, I wouldn't let it go out. That's... Fair. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, so, and I know people are going to jump on my back and be like, oh, Jordan liked Other M. Like, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying when I say that. (laughs) But the fact that Samus is kind of, like, removed from the narrative of Dread feels Mm. like an unfortunate uh, oversight. Like, I don't want to spoil what happens in Dread, but, like, a lot of things occur in dread that relate to a lot of the previous games and samus kind of stoically remains just detached from it all for most of the game she just doesn't say anything you can kind of like get some sort of personality through the way that she moves and like uh like through doors and interacting with the Emmy and stuff like that. And there are a few moments where they go beyond the visor and you can kind of tell what she's feeling based on how her eyes are moving. But there's none of that Metroid fusion, like, wow, something really crazy happened. And now while the next area is loading, Samus is going to like stoically monologue in the elevator for like Mm. 30, 40 seconds. And I miss Mm. that. I miss that so much, especially in a game like dread where Samus learns a lot of crazy shit, and I'm like, man, she's just taking it all in stride, I guess, like just completely unfazed. And I'm like, I don't know. It, I, I wanted a little bit more, just like a little yeah. bit more emotion mm-hmm. from her, like not quite other M, like talking about the baby every other second, but mm. something closer to fusion. I, I, to be clear, the baby being a that. a. The baby being an in-game character, not real-world rapper the baby. Um, I, I agree. Like, it's, the reason why it stands out, and it's what Jordan mentions in his article, and kind of alludes to, is like this is the climactic moment. Like, a silent protagonist is good up until the moment where the silent protagonist has their life and their world recontextualized in a profound way, and at that point, the silent protagonist remaining silent is just a bit of a dummy. It feels like a bit of a weird moment to be like, hmm. And like, there are moments where, like, as Jordan alluded to, in various ways, Samus will emote. But this feels like a, not to say this is the right tone, but this is the equivalent of a flip the table moment where it's like, she needs to be popping off and talking about stuff. Um, and Lucy, that was unacceptable. Uh, only only uh, so. us on the video will be able to address that. But uh, um <laughs> uh, imagining Samus dabbing on And Tam said uh <laughs> Samus emoting, I, I did dab. I did dab. And also I didn't yeah. I also didn't really put a lot into it either. It was a very lazy dab, and no. I'm sorry for it. Which is it maybe why like no one like reacted except for slightly. Jordan. Jordan did, and I appreciate that. 
Yeah. I see everything. But yeah, that's 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 kind of, well, it's kind of why. And like in the piece, you talk about Jordan talks about how um, there are moments in Fusion where she's going from from point to point in an elevator, and you just get her in a monologue, um, mm. just get her thoughts. And they have the same thing from Fusion, where you're traveling from point to point, and you get these really awesome transition animations where Samus is like in an elevator, on a train, or being like kind of dematerialize to rematerialize elsewhere and they're long enough they're covering loading screens and they're pretty chunky and you're just staring at them and it's just the perfect place to have some text or even like some voiceover pop up where she's Mm. talking about what she's feeling and it's just a bit of a unfortunately a bit of a sad wasted opportunity um but yeah that's one of those things that would have been like it would have been nice but it doesn't really like kill the experience in in any major way but yeah yeah, but overall, like, incredible game. Really love it. Glad. And it seems to be doing really well as well, which is good because those Metroid games really do yes. super, super good. And <laughs> this bodes well for Metroid Prime and hopefully the Prime trilogy they inev- will inevitably put out, but I hope it's sooner rather than later now. Um, mm. Or maybe Fusion so, yeah. and Zero Mission. I think, I think like, no, if they were going to buy a Fusion or Zero Mission, they would have done it in the lead up to... Um, they're put the portable games on your portable system, Nintendo. And it makes sense, well. John Luke. But they're like, here's the sequel to Fusion. Can we play Fusion? Absolutely not. Good luck. No, can don't. we part, can we use emulation? No, nah, absolutely not. We will sue the no, shit out of you. No, let's not get in that How bloody discourse. Uh, yeah, um, let's not wade into those waters. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, discourse uh, discourse sounds like Goofy saying disco. Was that was that the t- tweet or someone said? Yeah. So, oh no, discuss, what? discuss. Goofy saying discuss. Dis- discuss. Goofy saying discuss. It sounds like discourse. 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 <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, Lucy, what have you been playing? Uh. So, I can't remember if I talked about Bond. Did I talk about No Time to Die? I don't think, I, don't think I did. I don't think so. on the podcast. I think I talked about it on stream. But no, I saw I, I saw No Time to Die. Well, I didn't. I didn't realize that the UK got it a couple of weeks before the US. So we went to see it, and a group of friends and I, uh, we've been to the cinema quite a bit since we've been back. Since I've been back, and um, every time we've seen the Bond trailer, at least twice. Uh, because sometimes the cinemas will just show it twice. There's all this marketing for it. It's been marketed for about two years at this point. I went to see it, and ultimately, oh dear, I did. I didn't like it, and I felt, I just felt like it was all over the place. And I don't like to rag on stuff because I think some of the things in it were really good. I think what they tried to do by giving James a little bit more emotion, and like, I mean, he's a good Bond. I think he was just given like two good film two great films and then two shiters um and unfortunately this one requires you to really remember spectre which is i mean no one's really thinking of wait Spectre's which one I, don't I don't even remember that one, the one that, what, what? exactly the bad one the really bad one with blofeld was that with Daniel Craig as well? Yeah, yeah, Daniel yeah. Craig. I, yeah, with, um, also, he's done five then, because he also did... Oh, Quantum of Solace. Oh, so he's done yeah, three... Yeah, which is also bad. Yeah. Two great Casino, ones. Quantum. Well, one medium one, and then I would qualify the last two as kind of crappy. 
was it not great? I could be honest. I didn't even yeah. like Skyfall that much. I think Casino <gasps> Royale is the only good, like truly good. Yeah, James Bond. I've, I've never. Seen, I don't think I've even seen Skyfall. Who's the villain in Skyfall? Um, I don't even remember. He's He's like I don't remember, but it turns into um, Home Alone at the end. At the end, and it turns yeah. into Home Alone at the end. Yeah. I fell asleep halfway through that movie in the theater. Oh, maybe that's the one that ends in the barn, and I have seen that one. Yeah. It ends I've, up in Scotland. I've, yeah, yeah, Skyfall. yeah I have. I don't think I've seen. Yeah, Skyfall. I've seen that yeah. one. I've seen the Adele one. theme slaps. Like I'll the give Adele, it that. Man, yeah, yeah. But I mean, no, the okay. thing. My issue with these bonds is, um, like, I, I am a, I am a, Tim, um, I love Timothy Dalton Bond. I think Piers, uh, Piers Brosnan. I almost said Piers Morgan because of that thing that we filmed yesterday. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Piers oh Brosnan God. is my favorite Bond, though, because for me, it's like it's campy, but it's over the top, but within limits. Whereas this one is going for what, like, mm. you know, Craig's bronze are going for these gritty realism, but there is this weird disconnect because everything that ever happens in any action sequence is just beyond the pale, ridiculous. Like it just doesn't, I, I never find that there are any stakes with Bond films. Um, mm. And I think when when they lean into the stupid and the quips and everything in it, it's it's fine. And like, they know they're deliberately kind of cheesy, but in this one, it's a bit too serious, a bit too po-faced. I don't know what the hell they were doing with Rami Malek either. And I felt like genuinely quite bad for him because he's given, my man's given nothing to work with. He's just a really, really random um, antagonist who kind of pops up. And so I was like, despite all the things that it's trying to do, and the Cuba section with Ana de Armas was amazing. Like that could, that was, you know, referential callbacks, good action sequence, good, you know, just generic spy sequence. And then the rest of the film was just really weird, very disjointed. But that's that's my Bond minute. Hmm. Um, however, I did play Toem at the weekend. And oh. I sat and finished it and platinumed it in one session. So if that is any indication of how Damn. good Toem is, <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, and Noel Portillo's so in it. Portillo's in it. Um, mm. it's a it's a very very cute game you just go around and take pictures of things and you have to fill a little compendium so you have to get all of these different animals oh. you have to take pictures to kind of solve very very not they're, they're straightforward puzzles I wouldn't say I wouldn't say like simple or hard or anything I think they're just very straightforward and you just go around this very cutesy um world that's all in black and white and it's just it's very very sweet and it's, it's um yeah lovely lovely time it's almost like i spy with a camera isn't it yeah exactly like someone's like i need this thing and you just gotta go and find it take a picture mm -hmm. that's um, interesting. yeah I, I really want to play that yeah i i just sat and played it on playstation and it's a lovely platinum as well which which basically the only thing it really does is encourages you to finish everything in the like all the quests that you're given, all the compendium stuff, and I had a lovely time. Um, and that that was, you know, the big thing that I played. I think over the weekend. Oh, I'm playing Back for Blood as well. Nice. Which is fun when mm. you've got like a full yeah. four. Um, and I'm I'm not like I'm yeah. enjoying it, but it's not, you know, I don't really have much to say other than I've been shooting zombies. Ridden, sorry, ridden. <laughs> That's it. You can't, you can't say zombies. John Luke, you got much to say about Back it? Blood? Because that's the game you've been playing. Yeah, yeah, that's the big one I've been playing. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in the middle of the road with Back for Blood. It's, I think it's a good mm. game, and I think it is a good successor to Left for Dead, for the most part. Uh, but it feels a little... Um, like, it hasn't reached its final form yet, you know? Like, mm. um, not to say it isn't, yeah. it isn't like... Uh, 
an incomplete game. Uh, it's not it, like one of those games where you get it and you're like, oh, this feels like it should have been early access or it feels like they didn't finish it. It doesn't feel like that. It, it, I think it's it's got enough there, but it I feel like it it uh, it's like, okay, you've you've proven to me that you can make a, a new Left 4 Dead game, but you haven't surpassed any of that in any way. Uh, I, I find the environments to be um a little bland in one note like it's a lot of uh just industrial uh like factories or mm. uh mm. sewers or streets and uh, i think it does that stuff really mines it does that stuff really well it looks great it has like this uh, high level of detail where you're like, wow, this feels like a real, you know, like street, and and that's cool, and that's what the original Left 4 Dead did really well. But what I liked about kind of as Left 4 Dead progressed, they were like, let's get weird with it. We're gonna have a carnival, and there's gonna be clown zombies, and we're gonna have, you know, like this <laughs> shopping mall, and we're gonna have this, and and like I think it kind of was like, okay, we've proven we can make a game. Now we're gonna move past that. This game feels like it regresses, where it's like, mm. ah, like none of the environments really stood out to me or were any interesting. Uh, hmm. So there is that one jukebox moment. That moment is, is like, fantastic, good. and I think that's kind of what keeps the game feeling big, really good for me. Is it has it's these got a lot moments. of bloody Shaun of the Dead references in it. I'm, it's got a lot of Shaun of the Dead references. <laughs> like, it's got some Shining the, references. The, they were going. Um, the, read the post-it out. notes. I don't know if you have, but like the post-it notes in safe rooms and stuff. There are some where it's oh, just like very good. one of them is just like, oh, here's the plot to Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> It's like all of the references. Right? Oh, oh, I didn't see that one. That's good. That's good. That that jukebox moment. I've never actually experienced it properly. Only played it once, and that was on on a stream with like Alana Pierce and Andy Cortez and Ray Noves Jr. And we were because we were streaming, we had to turn the music off. Ah. Otherwise, because oh. it triggers oh. DMCA. Because oh, no. it is um, it's Motorhead's Ace of Spades. Oh, it's it's um, different songs. And, like, it could be different uh, songs. Oh, yeah. is there different songs? Okay, so, uh, yeah, so, um, I, I was, like, playing it, and everyone, they had done it before, and they were like, this is really cool, trust us. I was like, I can, I, I can only cool. hear, when you turn the music off, you can hear how the voices in the game aren't mixed to be, like, distant, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're, like, just always 100% volume, so I could only hear the other players being like, stop shooting me, oh. and there's pills here, and oh, we've got a big ass, it's like, oh my god, oh, no. say, shut up, all of the, you. The stop shooting me kills me, because friendly fire is off on normal but it like I, i've complained about this so many times on like different i'm gonna complain mm. about it on every vehicle i get but like if friendly fires turn off turn off the bloody voice lines for it because it's it's like half the game it's like it's all they yell and i'm like <laughs> you don't need you also don't need to give me the the damage indicator because i'm not being hurt by anyone there is no one behind me yeah the damage indicator is worse at Turtle Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The damage indicator is the worst one because, like, you, I did, the amount of times I've disengaged one enemy because I think I'm getting attacked by another one, and it's just like an accident and stray bullet, or either that or Andy Cortez has wow. really got it out for me. Um, but, like, it's just really weird. Mm. Yeah. Odd decision. I, I feel like it's like a lot but, of little stuff like yeah. that where it's like, oh, they could like tweak that or they could improve that stuff. Um, I haven't messed with the harder difficulties, but I've heard that there's a very significant uh, difficulty spike between like recruit and then the level above that. Um, I haven't gotten to the point where I've tried that yet, but I've heard like that needs to be tweaked. I 
tried the versus mode once and i'm like i don't, I don't want to play this ever again um which is <laughs> fine it's not really what i'm coming to it feels yeah. more like they put it in there as like a here's a thing and like um i don't know i feel bad because it's like they they clearly wanted to put effort into it but for me i'm like this is not what i'm into at all but uh i i do like it and i really want to see where it goes with like post content and like adding new maps and new stuff like i do think if they continue to build on it it could become something really special like i'm i'm imagining a potential i don't know like a payday 2 situation where it's just like they keep adding stuff to the game and it just builds an audience over time it's on game pass so i think that could really help the game out a lot you know you you can play it on PC yeah. and Xbox if you have Game Pass. So um, I I like the game, but uh, I I think I'm after I beat it, I'm probably gonna like take a break and wait and just like see what they add. Because mm. uh, but I'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, it feels like a the start of a platform. If you get what I mean, like yeah. I feel like yeah. they could go the way of uh, Dead by Daylight and start introducing like, hey, we've got a Evil Dead campaign. Hey, we've got a Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Elm Street campaign, etc., etc. Resident Evil campaign, and that would be really cool. Um, mm -hmm. But hopefully, yeah. you know, they get to that stage. Jordan, what have you been playing? Uh talk about the thing i've been playing uh what <laughs> else have i oh um i have been playing uh a game called unsighted uh which one's that it's, it's it's one of those things where i i don't know I feel weird saying this out loud, but like indie devs, like if you say like how good your game is and then you also like follow up with a tweet where it's like, man, it's a shame that no large yeah. news outlets mm. are covering mm. this game. It is well, like hey, we have a we have a review for it actively in production. So okay. it's it's one of the things that like, doing all it's like waving doing all a, a red flag in front of a bull for me where I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm I'm going to play the shit out of your game then and see how good it actually is. <laughs> That's and what they wanted. They're baiting oh, you. I Essentially, saw this yeah. one go viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. It's um. So it's it's a game where in like the future humans build androids and then this meteor comes down and like scares a lot of the humans away from this area but you find out that like the meteor has like this crazy energy in it that gives all the androids sentience um and then humans are like yo but also this energy that gives the androids sentience it's also like a crazy fossil fuel that we could use to like power all of our shit forever so let's put a giant like equivalent of an oil rig on top of it and just um. mine the ever loving shit out of it because mm -hmm. that's what humans do. And so mm -hmm. they do that and the androids realize that without this natural resource around them, it's causing their uh, energy source to deplete. And when it fully depletes, uh, you essentially become this feral beast like android person. And, like you lose your sanity. You just attack everyone around you trying to like rip their energy out of them so you can try to gain some semblance of sanity so you wake up like into this world as an android um and you're like given this task where it's like hey we think we can do this thing and save all the androids and ensure that no one goes like crazy again but you're gonna need to find these five keys here they all are on the map whatever order you want to go after them just do it go 
It's a Metroidvania, so you kind of have to unlock certain abilities to get to certain locations. But like the really cool thing about it is that every NPC in the game has a timer next to their name that slowly counts down to showcase how much energy they have left. Oh, and when it reaches zero, they devolve into like a mindless person and you lose their quest. You, you no longer talk to them. If there's other friendly NPCs nearby, then they're going to like attack them. So you have to like put them down and stuff like that. Um, and so it was like one of those things that like I'm starting the game. I'm like, oh, I'm talking like the leader of this village and they have like 500 hours. So like I feel pretty good about that. And like I'm my character's at 300 hours. And I think that like every hundred hours is like an hour of in-game like mm -hmm. playtime. I, I don't know the exact thing. Yeah, I was gonna ask what, what that like. worked out to. Um, but then like your companion, like fairy type person who's like this really nice uh girl who like I don't know what her whole deal is. Like I think she has this story about trying to find her like baby sister and stuff like that. She only starts the game with like a hundred hours. And I'm like, shit. Like <laughs> I need to yeah. like uh help this person out and at some point in the game without spoiling like, too much you eventually discover like there is one npc that like if you're able to keep them alive they have the ability to steal all the hours from someone and give it to somebody else and so it's basically this game where you're like oh it's probably like I don't know, eight to 10 hour experience, maybe depending mm. on like a few factors. But like you're looking at some of the people and like, oh, they're only going to make it like three hours in unless I do something. Oh, they're only going to make it five hours in unless I do something. And so you're just racing against the clock to try mm. to save as many people as you can as you're slowly watching everyone around you get sicker and sicker. And so it's stressful but the story so far has been fantastic and there's like this parry system in the game for the combat that has that really nice sound when you get like a perfect parry and i'm like this and it's a really that good metroidvania that, so i'm like man, this is like hitting everything <laughs> that i want in a game that parry is why i downloaded it i was like parry you see oh, well, 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 well. Parry. <laughs> it is i the parry king i am here to assess <laughs> um, it's on Game Pass, so uh, it's mm -hmm. like a oh, no-brainer. Um, even better. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like that game is going to end up in the same place as, like, CrossCode, where it's, like, secretly one of the best games of the year, but because it's a lower key, it's going to get passed by. But I don't know. Just if you've got time and you've got Game Pass, check it out. It's worth a go. Um, I, I know Very if you want to hit... Yeah, if you want to hear more about it, Jan was big on it on the latest or last episode of Bombcast, so there's more discussion of that um, there. Sick. Say, I'm say very curious because, like, last thing, uh, there's co-op in it, too, and, like, your character has a timer, so you know how long you last. I'm like, I'm curious to see, like, so if you're playing co-op, does your second person also have a timer, and what happens if, like, one of you, your timers, runs out? Like, do you have to... Hmm. kill your partner oh, yeah. character i'm like oh that could be interesting i don't know no, it's just one random what's thing that to add. what's that movie where this is a very there's a very similar oh, thing where people um, have like the one with justin timberlake or, yeah i think it's that one I it's think like it's about everyone's time. got like is it about yeah. time yeah this is, uh, 2013 I mean, it's film is sponsored Eurogame expo one time oh no about time is the one what? with rachel mcadams um when her husband is uh, a time traveler um, time, Justin Timberlake, in time. 
In Time. Okay. In Time with Justin yeah. Timberlake and um, Amanda Seyfried and Cillian Murphy. Oh, Amanda Killian, Seyfried. Murphy. Amanda Seyfried, who's excellent in Veronica Mars. Um, everyone should check out Veronica Mars, but you shouldn't check out In Time because it sucks. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> play, on, play, play on sighted instead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyone else got anything else they want to bring up that they've been checking out and I feel like they need to bring to the world? I just want to say that I thought the difficulty in Metroid was fine and Tam needs to get good. Wow. Damn. Is that how it is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn. I, this is the thing that, like, I don't think it's that hard at all. Like, I, I, I like, there's one enemy, which is the... Uh, this kind of typifies what uh, what I mean about it. You know that one, the spear-wielding enemies, the, the warriors that you fight a yeah. bunch of times? Mm-hmm. Yes. They have mm-hmm. that one move, which is like a forward-facing red kind of like slice. Um, yes. That is like very easy to, to deal with. You just jump up and then dash over flash it. Shift. Flash shift over it. Super, super easy. The thing about it is if you are standing in front of it, even if you move far away, it's like ridiculous, the hitbox. So like there's times where I was like, I'm going to dash back so you can't hit me. And then it, it hits and you're like, that is wild. That is so far away. And it also, the, the kind of hitbox for that goes through objects. So like if you're on a platform, it won't cancel the hitbox out. It will penetrate through the hitbox and come like, so your foot will get hit because even though the character that is attacking you is a level below you and should not be able to touch you. It's like the yeah. shockwave animation hits you no, and you're I, like, I, uh, that's very odd. I, I agree. That is that is actually like one of the few attacks that I was like, yeah. this sucks. And, it can, and it's really frustrating when you're fighting multiple of them at the same time yeah, i never thought that the, the game was like overly hard but there are yeah, a few no, moments in that game where it asks you to press a lot of buttons on the switch at the yes. same time where i'm like someone did not test this optimize, i think as much as they should this, yeah. have like it's like <laughs> you gotta play it on a pro controller from like i play it on a pro controller a lot uh when i was playing it on screen i played it most a lot of it on handheld as well but there's also that other boss who i won't say what it is but like it's got three phases in the middle phase it's doing this thing where it's got like its tendrils all over the wall and it's like the game very specifically wants you to shoot those tendrils but it's also attacking you the boss is attacking you at the same time so it's like you can make a decision. You can either play defensively um, and and avoid the attacks, in which case you usually run out of time to shoot the uh, the oh, missiles. You, 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 it's tight. It's tight, but you can do yeah. it. But like for me, I was like, this is a big boss. I'm not gonna I'm in this middle phase. I'm not gonna take a risk. I'll preserve it because I've got the other two phases down, like down pat, the untouchable. So in this phase, I'll focus on dodging and then I'll do all my damage in the other two phases. However, what the game doesn't tell you is if you don't specifically attack the boss in that second phase, everything else doesn't matter. Like it will keep going. The boss keeps looping. It will keep (laughs) looping until you do that attack. And so I was 40 minutes into fighting this boss and stomping it being like, what's going on? Why is this not ending? And then when I was like, okay, it wants me to attack on that last phase. When I did it, the boss took 30 seconds. And it was like, what the fuck? Look, all I'm saying is I never had that problem. And uh, you just got to... I like to test the... I like to test the upper limits of design, okay? I'm just learning things. (laughs) Have you seen, like, the sequence breakers for this game, though? Like, the people who have circumnavigated Crate. Someone, I saw saw two crazy ones where the boss you were talking about 
Tam, like, someone showed, like, oh, here's how to kill the boss in, like, two, three hits. And uh, yeah. there was this other yeah, boss where it's instant, like, yeah. here's how you can use Shine Spark to circumnavigate this boss completely. And I'm like, yeah, I love that shit. The speed I will say, like, it. partly that is why it happens. <laughs> like, that's what I'm looking for in those games when I do stuff like that. And, and like, sometimes it just reveals that, oh, yeah, you just can't do this X, Y, and Z thing. Um, but yeah, still, still an amazing game. Anyways. Yeah. No, no, no. It, I, I think you're completely... Yeah. i'm just goofing um I, I know. in your stuff uh but uh yeah I, I i think that game's difficulty is uh it, it's interesting like how it's so different from the rest of the metroid games um mm. comparatively but i uh and i know it's not for everyone but i i actually really like the like trial and errorness of it it reminds me a lot of like I'm not going to say Dark Souls because that's no, the, say it. the bad you know that, comparison. That's why it is. No, no I was going to say Castlevania. Oh. It reminds me of the older 2D Castlevanias. Um, the way yeah, like, those bosses were structured. Um, it the, gave me that vibe. The other thing is like it needs to be a little more difficult and it needs to be a little more challenging to necessitate or like to give meaning to the counter mechanic. Otherwise, the counter mechanic kind of loses a lot yeah. of its luster. Um, in the old games, enemies are basically moving targets that you can shoot at Samus because you just plant your feet from a distance and fire at them and that's mm -hmm. they don't need to be difficult because they're, they're just objects in your weight uh, of the yes. exploration whereas this they're like taking an active role in attacking you which is why the counter system needs to be there and also why it needs to be a little bit trickier tighter timing windows etc etc yeah. i feel like it just some parts of it needed like one more balanced pass to be like i, this I is, agree i agree yeah. it's it, i think it's largely successful but it's like ooh. They yeah. could really knock it out of the park with another yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's that's the thing. I wish they do another. I would love to do them do another one. I I'd love to. I bet they will. Something tells yeah. me. Um, I would like you suggested earlier. If they went back and did a Zero Mission remake, I would be up for that. Or like a even Fusion remake, I'd be up for that. Um, don't touch Super Metroid though. That game's perfect. Uh, nah. Anyways, uh, let's move on to listener questions. If you would like to send in a listener question, you can email us at afterdarkpodcast at gamespot.com or join our Discord. If you want entry into Discord, you just got to DM either myself or Lucy and we will do a quick background check and then grant you access. Um, all right, we're going to do one question this week. It's kind of a fun one. comes from Rocket Scientist from a little while back, but I wanted to hit this just in case. Uh, and Rocket Scientist says, Hola, creatures of the night. If you were to take the, fo the following gaming protagonist and insert into our IRL job, what would they be and why? Ichiban Kasuga, Master Chief, Zagreus, Kratos, Link, Gordon Freeman, Jin Sakai, Max Payne, and Cassandra from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Let's not do all of them. Let's just pick <laughs> one that you think that you could do. Um, I love the way that this question is phrased, that it makes it seem like there's a character in Assassin's Creed Odyssey named Ichiban Kasuga, Master Chief, Zagreus, Kratos, <laughs> and Gordon Freeman, Jensakai, Max Payne, Cassandra. I love that. <laughs> uh... I'm I mean, the think. easy one is like Max Payne detective. I think Cassandra could be like a great, you know, personal trainer or something, you know? Yeah, she's got like a, a cheery demeanor, but also is a bit of a hard ass and also like and absolutely also rockin' bod. Um, so <laughs> that would be wrong. pretty it's good. It's it's not, I'm not wrong. Yeah, it's a rockin' bod. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, like these. The thing is, like, I, I would try to find like normal jobs, like Jin Sakai. Like, you just make him. I don't know. Like a. He'd work at a spa. At a spa, exactly. Ooh. There you yeah, go. Yeah, work at a spa. There's poetry. Kratos, I would put as like a uh, anger therapist because he has technically conquered <laughs> his. Uh, he's conquered his anger in the latest oh, yeah, one, right? Yeah. He's, he knows how to teach people to control marriage themselves. And family therapist. Yeah, marriage and family therapist Kratos. That's what I'm going for. Uh, I uh, think Gordon Link- Freeman would be an excellent uh, Amazon. Uh, Amazon uh, employee um, at the warehouse employee. He's got that crowbar. He's got to yeah. you know put it to use. Open up some boxes. Right, I see it. Um, that is a good one. Link, obviously, uh, some form of demolition work, preferably with pottery. But so either either he is, is a, a master potter, <laughs> a master potter, blowing or up pottery, landscaping. 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 That's a good one. I feel like this is like uh, ma- making him like pay for his crimes by all those <laughs> pots you destroyed. You will now make pots forever, which is good. Which forever, Jordan? Any anything you got? Uh, I it's weird, but I I almost kind of see like Zagreus as trying to be like one of those uh, comedians who's trying to get like a Netflix special or something like that. <laughs> he has like such good wordplay. Like I feel like he'd be try he'd try to like try to be funny professionally in some capacity. Mm-hmm. I think Zagreus would be a Twitch streamer, like full time Twitch streamer, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. just in front of a camera, just like streaming all day long. But it would be like uh, just chatting all the time, or like IRL streams mm. where he's like doing like talk shows and stuff like that. Um, I love the idea of Zagreus with a Twitch talk show, and then like the other gods like raid his stream. Yeah, <laughs> hey, raid. Oh no, well, they're like, yeah. here is my boon, Zagreus. Thing. Yeah, four hundred plus followers. Yeah, <laughs> it's every now and then his dad shows up in chat and it has to be timed out for like. Uh, I was gonna say, <laughs> get back here. Yeah, I will return tomorrow, boy. <laughs> Great does him, Jack. Yeah. Well, he calls him boy as well, doesn't he? A lot. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Do you have every playing a bit of God of War? So I'm like, I've got Kratos on the brain. Mm. There you have it. I think we nailed that one. Absolutely nailed that one. Um, thank you for listening to another episode of the GameSpot After Dark podcast. You can find me on Twitter at TomorrowH. Lucy, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at Lucy James Games and Twitch. Lovely. And Twitch, yeah. Um, uh, Jordan, where you at? You can find me on Twitter at JMRamay, uh, probably talking about more Metroid Dread and my spicy takes on it. Mm-hmm. <gasps> mm-hmm. Spicy. John Luke? Uh, you can find me at John Luke Seipke if you're on the Discord, uh, which you should join our lovely Discord if you're not. Uh, keep an eye out for some news, hopefully soon, regarding Extra Life. Um, we're starting the talks for that, and we'll do what we did last year where we have a team. And if you want to uh, join Team GameSpot and uh, stream for Team GameSpot, we'll have all of that set up. Uh, yeah, hopefully within like a week or so, we'll, we'll get that going. You should do it. Let's let's do it. Let's get some team action going on, everyone. Um, let's raise some money for some goddamn kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, I said some threatening. Next. Yeah, you know, those kids are gonna get the money whether they like it or not. Um, and we'll see you next week. Bye.
Bye. Bye.